Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. I'm Kim Grenolds of Dogman.com at Husky Stadium, along with Chris Fetters post-practice, where both offense, defensive players, and coaches were made available to us today with the short week with the game Friday night down in Corvallis against Oregon State. We had a chance to talk to offensive coordinator Bush Hamden, defensive coordinator Jimmy Lake, starting center Nick Harris. Had a chance to talk to Nick about getting on Twitter post-game and maybe interacting with the fans a little bit after a loss. Uh, Terrell Bynum, the wide receiver, Ryan Bowman, the defensive end, Buck linebacker, and Junior Adams. To talk to Junior about the guys who aren't playing always seem to be the fan favorites. Earlier in the year it was Puka Nakua, and now it's Austin Osborne. What's going on with Austin Osborne? All of that and more from the guys from Dogman.com. Give a listen. Um, and I think that's what you're seeing right now. What is he better at? right now than, than maybe he was either at the start of the year or, or last year? I think, he's, I think, you know, just like everybody, I mean, I think he's done a great job of, of building his body up and playing strong. He's always been a guy that we know from a toughness standpoint. We've never questioned that. Um, but I think just getting some opportunities. I mean, I think he's getting more and more opportunities in critical situations and has been tough with the football. His, his ability to, to sort of haul it in on, you know, a six-yard slant where the DB is right there. Yeah. Him. I mean, how hard is that? That's really hard, man. I think, uh, you know, from coaching those guys, tough hands, uh, coming across the middle, there's there's only a few amount of guys that like doing that kind of stuff. And, and again, making those plays are sometimes critical on, on converting third downs. What was Jonathan Smith good at as an offensive coordinator when he was here a couple of years ago? Like any specific? Like yeah, a lot of things. I mean, I think he had a great feel. I always just thought, you know, Smitty was never too high, never too low, no matter how good or bad it was. I mean, he just kind of stayed, stayed neutral. And I think... Uh, you know, that allowed us to, to get through a lot, and uh, he's as, as good a person as I've ever worked with. When you came in, was there anything that you were anything you remembered from him that you were specifically just trying to emulate You're stepping into your first? Your yeah, season? just, uh, you know, I was always such a high-energy guy maybe in 16, and, and I think each guy leaves something with you, you know, and I think his, his consistency with who he was day in and day out, um, his consistency as a play caller, you know, I, I just I think in general, man, you, you guys obviously know how how highly I think of him. And then talking to the players, they kept talking about the focus being on just finishing games in that fourth quarter. How do you emulate that in practice? How do you hone in on that? Yeah, I mean, I think we've tried to certainly set up some situations late, uh, put them in some tough situations at the end. It's going to come down to execution when you're tired at the end. That's how it is, man. Communication, execution, and, and we just got to do it in games. You've been around the program a long time, and it just seems like, you know, the past few years, you've lost a lot of players to the NFL, a lot to graduation, and the next guys step in and just hasn't seemed to be a drop-off, but, you know, I couldn't help but look over in the sidelines and see a guy like Drew Sample, and you miss him, Miles Gaskin. What's different about this year? Just We're just, those guys were big personalities as well. Yeah, I don't know. I really, you, you know, I think, again, whether it's, I think every program goes through that, you know, and so I think it's it's looking at ourselves, each each guy in this program, and what can they do better. Uh, we got good players, we got great kids, we, we 
you know, work hard and all those things. And so uh, I don't think it's ever injuries or, or not having the guys. we got to find a way to win, and that's on us. Can you just talk a little bit about it? It just seems like the tight end ch- position has really changed over the past few years. You guys are using them as a lot more. You know, they're receivers, they're fullbacks, they're offensive yeah. linemen, and you've got to – You've got some pretty good ones, and you're recruiting a lot more. Can you just talk a little bit about the use of the tight end? Yeah, I just uh, I think when you look over the course of when when you look over the course of the years, I mean, I think we've brought in some tight ends that maybe were the, weren't the most highly rated guys and whatnot, and, and end up being NFL players. And so, I think it's something about the University of Washington and, and the, that blue collarness that maybe that position brings, and the guys we're able to bring in, and Jordan Palpow has been able to develop that. That, uh, that you know the upside at that position has been really good, and they've got a lot of opportunities. And maybe just is how much different is the offense this year than it was last year? Uh, not that scheme wise. Yeah, I don't think it's it's very different. You know, I really don't. Um, I think the mentality of wanting to run the ball and uh, create shots off of that. I think at times maybe entering the year we were going to throw it more, but I think our identity here has kind of been our identity. Jimmy Lake. Every week is a new challenge offensively in the Pac-12. You know Jonathan Smith, but what does it look different about his offensive style this year? Oh, yeah, no, they're doing a, a great job. They're the number one third down defense or, uh, offense uh, in the Pac-12. They're running the ball extremely well, two good running backs. they got an NFL quarterback that nobody's talking about. This guy will be playing on Sundays. Um, uh, he, can, he can make all the throws, and they have the leading wide receiver in yards, catches, and touchdowns. And so this offense is scoring a bunch of points. I think Linger and their offensive coordinator combined, obviously, with Smitty, uh, they're doing some really good things. They take care of the ball. Only one interception yeah. for Luton. And no and no fumbles. Yeah. I don't know if you know about that. And no fumbles. They haven't fumbled the ball all year long. No fumbles, one interception. Uh, they're running the ball. They're doing all the things that make up a good recipe for a really good offense. Quick turnaround. How do you keep your guys fresh for a Friday night game? Yeah, you know, Coach Pete's done an awesome job with that, along with Coach Saul, our strength and conditioning coach, um, of, you know, really evaluating when we're lifting, when we're not lifting, um, you know, time at practice. Uh, but we still got to get our work in, which we've done. We've, we've put together uh, two really good practices, um, and these guys will be ready to go. Hey, Coach, the uh, second half's last couple games, yep. you know, when you look back on it, uh, how much of it is scheme? How, mo- how much of it is, like, young players that just haven't quite learned how to get over the top yet? Yeah, you know, I put a lot of that. I mean, I, we're giving it unbelievable effort. Guys are guys are playing hard. You know, I think you always got to give uh, your opponent credit where credit's due. Oregon and Utah, those are two really good football teams. Um, got a lot of older players that have played a lot of football. And in crunch time, they made the plays and we didn't. Um, of course, you know, all comes back to coaching. We would love to, you know, always have our guys in better position to make plays. But I always, I always lean on giving those guys credit. Those guys, those guys made the plays when they had to, and we didn't. And um, we're going to have to continue to work on that. And, and hopefully, when that next uh, situation arises, that we make the plays instead of our opponent. You've got a lot of new guys, a lot of young guys playing on defense. Is the scheme any different than the last couple of years? Are you doing anything different defensively? No, this is our sixth year here doing it. We always add wrinkles. We've added we've added wrinkles every single year, and um, our base is always. Uh, very similar to since we, what we've been doing since 2014. Nick Harris. What do you plan for now as you play the rest of the schedule? To win. Nah, that's pretty much it. I just want to win the rest of the games here. That's, that's my only plan. And stuff like that. And, I mean, have you 
to talk to other teammates about, you know, just changing it around? A hundred percent, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the role I have on this team. And, and what needs to be said needs to be said. And I don't hold back and I let anybody know what what the deal is. If, there, if there's something I see or something I see on this team that's not going the right way, I'll be the first one to say it. And I don't care. I'll, I'll say it to a coach or I'll say it to a player. I don't care. Whatever needs to be addressed needs to be addressed. And I'll, and I'll be the first person to say it. I know Coach Pete doesn't like you guys being on Twitter during the season, but you were out there after the game on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Is it is it hard to stay off? Is it hard to keep keep quiet at times? I know it would be for me. Nah, I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I, I try and I not look at that stuff, you know. But um, I know I just like going on Twitter because I like looking at certain things, and then I just see stuff, and then it just happens. Like I, I don't go out searching like what happens after the game. Um, you know, but yeah, that's kind of what happens, and I see it, and then it, you know, yeah, that's what it is. Nick, why do you think people ask, you know, questions like, what What are you trying to play for? Like, like what What, what do you think when you hear um, people think that there's not much to play for? Like, you got games still to win, right? Um, what... Is that something that's lost on some people, do you think? Or what's your perspective on that? Uh, I mean, my whole perspective on this situation um, is that I think our, like, us as players, us as coach, like, I mean, you know, our coaches, um, our fans, the city of Seattle has just holds this team to such a high standard because of the last past, the couple past years, you know, we've, you know, we've won a lot of games. Um, we've gone to, you know, the best of the best bowls you can possibly go to. So, it, like, just because, you know, we this year, you know, we're not on pace, you know, to be in that situation. People are freaking out and thinking that it's just like a, it's just going downhill or this the worst. And it's just like that's not the case at all. Like, the we still have a great team. We have great coaches. We have great talent. You know, it's just there's it's just little things you need to fix. It's not like this place is we're just not going to ever win games ever again. That's not the that's not the case. The case is, is that every, we have everything put into place here to be right back to be one of those teams. It's just there's just these details that we need to clean up and we need to be accountable on and and make sure we stay on top of them and move forward in order to, you know, finish this season and play like the team we're capable of. Do you relish the opportunity to do that three more times and in a bowl game considering your career is, you know, kind of coming down? Yeah, for sure. You know, I I try to make sure that I make the most of these last last games and, um, you know, make sure I I just, you know, want to leave – um, this team with my legacy of just knowing that you, we gotta, you gotta have that just mentality just to go out there and just play and not think too much. You know, that's kind of how I go about the game. You just go out there and just have fun and don't think about it too much. Just, just go, just let loose. Have that mentality. That's kind of what I. That's kind of what I'm trying to do with, with my last, you know, last games here. Is just make sure everybody knows, like, you know, when there's when there's adversity hits, just take a step back and just look like just play football it's, it's just a game at the end of the day it's a sport and we love doing it and I mean and, that, and you and it goes far to put, uh, put that in that perspective I was just saying that there's always a focus on finish in practice but these past couple weeks especially there's been that focus on finishing what does that look like on the offensive side in practice um in practice um I think uh, we have, you know, the way our practices are set up, um, we have certain periods at the end of end of practice that are like the end of game situations. Um, and you know, when we have those we have those scenarios in practice, we just got to make sure we execute them 
um, like as if it is the game and make sure we have the same energy we had in the beginning of practice, in the practice um, when it's super tired. I mean, when we're all tired and stuff. So I think it's just that we just got to make that practice reality. You know, we just got to take that practice uh, situation into the game, you know. How's the personality of this team different than last year? The personality of this team different? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think we have a lot of young guys, a lot of a lot of um, guys who haven't been around um, here for a while. So, you know, we have a lot of people trying to find their identity on this team and just trying to find, you know, um, you know, you know, get comfortable in their role. Um, so I think that's the case. You know, all in the years past that I've been here, I mean, I've been the young guy, and there's been so many older guys that have played so much football. Um, and I feel like this this year, there's just so, there's so many young guys, and so many young guys in like important positions and important roles on this team. So I think it's a young team, and I think moving forward, I mean, this just as this team grows, like I mean, from when I'm gone for the rest of this season to when I'm gone to two years when I'm gone, I mean, this it's just it's gonna be a, a great thing to see, just to see these guys who have played so much football, young like in their careers as a young person. Um, grow as a leader and be a mature player and I think it's going to be something special for sure in the years to come just how much talent how much youth is on this team that you know play important roles. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season the winner of Survivor 45 D. Valladares will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hunter Bryant. You've gone through this in the past. Now you're not going through what everybody else is. Nah, I mean, it's definitely just a next man up mentality. That's what Pete talks about all the time. And you're going to have injuries in football. That's just the game. And that's how it's played. And so, I mean, if someone goes down, the next man has to be able to, like, really take his spot with no drop off and, like, it sounds harsh, but that's really just a game. Like, yeah. now you had the whole season to be healthy for the first time. How's that been? Uh, it's been incredible. Like I missed football the past two years, and, and my time being hurt and all that, and just being able to come out here every week and play and practice and work out—it's a blessing. Are you happy with this season? I mean, you come off a two-touchdown game here, and you've been a target pretty much most of the year. Are you happy with what's gone on with with you? Um, I feel like we have a lot to improve on that really as a team, but I'm excited to see where we're going like as a program and as a team, and I think we have a lot of potential. Yeah, of course. When you have tough losses like you guys had in back-to-back games, and, it, and finishing seems to be something that Coach P talked about on Monday a lot, mm-hmm. when you guys have been good finishers over the last couple of years and all of a sudden something like that happens, what, is it tougher to find? Um, I think we're just going out into practice and really focusing on that like there and being more detailed in the meeting rooms and carrying that over to the practices and really just executing a lot more. And so going into the week, we just looking at the details a lot more and trying to prepare for the games. When something like that shows up, though, and it, and it, and it frustrates, you know, because you, you guys have double-digit leads in both games and mm-hmm. can't finish the, the thing, does that frustration kind of add to it, or is this team just of the mindset and the attitude and the character of, like, doesn't matter, we're just – we're just going to keep doing what we do, and, and the results are going to come if we practice, right? Um, I think moving forward is definitely a part of it, but like you also have to look back and realize what happened in the game. And like if you look at our last 
three offensive drives, like before um, our 19 play drive to like end the game and get like score a touchdown. The two before that were three and outs. And I think we did a lot of like, we hurt ourselves a lot on those drives. And before, after the two turnovers that our defense got, the two fumble recoveries, we had false starts and drop balls. And like, it's really, we're hurting ourselves more than any, like anyone else's. And if we just do what we do, I know we're going to be fine, but we just have to focus on the details in the game. We'll be good. As good a game as you had personally, though, is that something you internalize and, and try to motivate, use it as fuel, that kind of thing? I mean, like, what do you mean by just that? Just in terms of the overall team, in terms of finishing things like that, is that something that you're going to use that as motivation, or do you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can to help the team. we got to get everybody involved now. No, I know I could always do more, and nobody can ever play a perfect game. And so there's always things I need to fix and improve on. And I go into every week trying to improve those things and just get better as a player and help my team in any way, like any way possible. And, like, of course, it's like a team sport, and so I'm, I'm really here for the team. I know Coach B said he normally hates, by, you know, short weeks and all that kind of stuff, but he kind of made a point of telling us yesterday, is like, hey, if there was any time to have a short week, this would be it because he wants you guys to get right back out there and play. And you, you feel the same way? Yeah, definitely. And just any chance to play get, like the game of ball, like I love, and I'm excited to go out on Friday and play. What, what have you seen from, from this defense compared to some of the other defenses you face in the Pac-12? Yeah, I mean, they do a lot of stuff, and against us, I think they play a little bit differently. I mean, I think last year they brought 13 cats or like corner blitzes, and so we just got to be prepared for everything. It's kind of more like a rules game for us, and so that just goes back to the execution and just just knowing like what our job is and all that. Coach Pete said yesterday that if we had known what kind of the back and forth, the chess match between him and Coach Smith during last year's game, if you guys would have understood how things were getting pulled out that no one had seen like the entire. Are you expecting more of that on Friday? Um, I don't know if we're expecting it, but we're definitely prepared for it. And so just whatever happens, we're going to respond and react to and just play a game. Troll Bynum. Maybe a better player, I think so. What is it like playing for him? Uh, it's fun. Like usually, usually I'm kind of like a robot, I feel like, just kind of just, just doing what I got to do. But he makes it fun, you know, always telling me to bring some energy, which makes me wake up in the morning ready to come to practice and the games. Mentioned Cooper Cup. What do you uh, what do you see there when you're looking at him and try to emulate him? He's technical. Uh, his feet are. He's, it's like he's playing basketball out there. Really, it's like he's crossing over every time he do, uh, he's doing stakes. Uh, he's really like in the phone booth, kind of just trying to make guys miss. And I, I like that about his game. I try to put that in mind. Surprised he didn't play for Washington or Washington State? Yeah, I was surprised he went to Eastern Washington. I was like, man, this dude's this dude's crazy. But I mean, uh, he played under Junior, so he taught him everything he knows and. He's just—he's a monster now. I think he's top five in the league. So, so you, you come off a tough loss, but you got to start your first college football game. What was that experience like? I mean, it always sucks to lose, but uh, I, I feel like I haven't played in a while, and like that was a, a fun experience to play against a top ten team like that. And we're only a couple plays away from really like those last two games really beating them. But I mean, we'll be better. We're, we're, we're learning from it, getting better in practice. Has it been kind of strange, the wide receiver core, how people have kind of come and gone? There's been, I think, more injuries in the wide receivers than any other position area on the team. Yeah, we're, we're getting kind of unlucky with that. But, I mean, we're all grinding, so, I mean, it's, it's bound to happen eventually. Uh, we're, like, getting in the run game and uh, catching a lot of balls. So, I mean, we just got to hope for the best. Coach Pete said yesterday, because we talked about how you've had to kind of put back-to-back games together, yeah. and he goes, yeah, but what you guys don't see is he's been doing this for a while now. Tell people a little bit about what you've, kind of the work that you've put in to kind of get to this point. 
I mean, I've just been taking all the reps at practice, really, I feel like. And, uh, I mean, I've, I've been initially talking me I need to be more consistent, and lately I have been. So, I mean, I think that's why I've been able to get more opportunities and taking advantage of them. But, yeah, at practice, I've just been doing what i got to do, and you see it's been playing, paying off. I think fans want to know what consistency means in practice since we don't get to see anything um, and all that. What, what are the coaches, when they preach consistency, what does that mean to you? Uh, I mean, it means a lot of things. It means knowing your plays, like inside and out, uh, making big plays, not just like the normal plays, like catching hit routes like that. Or you got to go up and catch the ball, like uh, contested catches and stuff like that. I mean, I've been doing it like ever since my freshman year, but I've, I've really been like having higher percentages, I feel like, lately. No. Which is that? Which is what he's been talking about. Were you ever concerned that your time wouldn't come? No, I mean, I mean, uh, it, it could happen, uh, but if you keep grinding, I feel like it's it's going to come eventually. You know. And with the younger guys, I mean, we don't obviously we don't get a chance to see some of those guys, whether it's even like a Taj Davis, for instance. Yeah. But who are some of the guys that you feel are are kind of going to be that next kind of wave of receivers? I mean, it sounds cliche, but I think everybody on our roster could really be a guy, any and everywhere. I mean, they just all need an opportunity, like. Uh, Austin Osborne, for one, like he's really catching the ball. Like if you throw it to him, he's going to catch it. So I mean, if he gets opportunity, I know he'll take advantage of it. Spike, you know, he's coming. To, he's coming along. He's getting opportunities now. And uh, I mean, everybody. You see Jordan Chin. Like uh, those guys have been working. They've been balling at practice too. It's just you know who's going to get the ball and who's going to go make the plays. With a game like it was on Saturday, are you kind of of the opinion that you want to get out right away and play? I mean, you just. Because, I mean, Coach Pete was saying, hey, of, of all the, the times to have a short week, yeah. this would be the one to have. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, we gotta we got to come back with a chip on our shoulder. I mean, uh, we know that we didn't, like, we didn't really – I don't think we got beat really. Like, we kind of just messed up ourselves in little little details. But, I mean, we're right there, and we just got to fix them. And we could dominate. And, like he says, we could beat any team on our schedule. We could also lose any any game. But we just got to we gotta be, play better. He emphasized the idea of finishing. Yeah. I mean, for a team in the last few years, finishing hasn't been a problem for you guys. When it comes up like that, how difficult is that to find? I mean, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, nobody really has the answers because, I mean, we all really care. Like, that, that comes down to that. But, I mean, it is no, it's not effort. It's just little details. And uh, we were shooting ourselves in the foot. You know, we had a couple of penalties. And we were, it's hard to really come back from first and 20 like that. But, you know, we had a couple three and outs, and we just can't put ourselves in that situation. And if we don't, I think we win the game. Brian Bowman. And sometimes <coughs> at will, I, I think there are a lot of teams that are having a hard time stopping that. Yeah, they got two really good running backs. Uh, they got a good quarterback, and they got a really good wide receiver. So uh, those are you know, all, all things you need to be a really good offense. So they're pretty effective, and they've been putting a lot of points on the board. So just it's going to be going to have to lock in and execute. You talk about trying to steal or get the ball back yeah. uh, or score or get the ball back. I mean, this is a team that's only got two turnovers all year. They lead the nation in fewest. Um, what, what do you see? Why, why are they so good at protecting the ball? Just making smart decisions. You know, we're going to have to make those turnovers ourselves. We're going to have to get the ball back ourselves. We're going to have to punch the ball out, you know, make plays on the ball uh, and it, be a really highly aggressive and attack stuff. So they've been really good at protecting the ball. So we're just going to have to make stuff happen. Can you scout their offensive line for me and particularly the tackles? Who, who are the guys that you see up there that you're going to have to go head to head with? Uh, it's number 68, number 73. They're both uh, two, they're, they're good guys. Um, I don't want to say too much about anything, you know. Sure, right, yeah, right. but uh, but what do you notice on tape of like, you know, what are, are these? Are these? Is this a strong group? Yeah, they're solid. They're a solid group, and where we just gotta bring our bring our A game per usual, you know, and then uh, be highly aggressive, and we'll make stuff happen. Ryan, you have-
haven't lost very often in your football career from different levels. How, how do you deal with this when you've had one point, four point, five point, ten point losses? Uh, I mean, you know, it's losing is terrible. You know, it's really irritating. But uh, we just—you can't beat yourself up too much. You got to really just get in the film room and get after that kind of stuff, and just make make little adjustments. Make sure that self-scout is really uh, productive and you're always like changing little things about yourself and uh, making sure that you're executing better, even like small little steps, making sure you eliminate some false steps or stuff like that. So that kind of thing, you know, losing's terrible, but we're not going to dwell on it. We're just going to keep getting better. Do you guys meet at all or do you just go about your business the same as always? Yeah, I mean, we, we meet a little bit extra, uh, watch extra film, that type of thing. Like every time something like this happens, you know, it's always we got to prepare better. So it just goes into preparation, film, and uh, practicing more efficiently. So we've been doing a really good job at uh, doing that type of thing. Looking at the film, has there been a, a common theme the past couple, like those in the fourth quarter when when you start off well and then it has, has gets a little bit of a rough patch? Yeah, we just got to finish, you know, because we start off really solid and then uh, – when, when it matters, we're not executing. So uh, we've been doing little things in practice that I'm not, I'm not going to say too much on, but stuff that will help us finish a lot stronger. Coach Pete has said all year long that like you guys play really well in the first quarter. You're one of the best first quarter teams in the country. He said in a lot of his coaches' shows that the message to this team has always been finish, finish. What are some of the things that he says about finishing? I mean, what, what, what's that like? I mean, has he, has he clarified that in any way? Yeah, I mean – a lot of a lot of times you hear finish and you're like, yeah, all right, we gotta play, we gotta play hard. But it's a lot. It's there's more to it than that, and uh, it just is all. It's literally all preparation. So you know, at the end of practice, like those last couple team periods, they gotta be the best periods of the, of the entire practice. So that's what our emphasis has been this week, and uh, I think it's really gonna pay off for us. That's good stuff. Well, over, over the course of the last few years, though, I mean, it, finishing hadn't been a problem. Never, yeah. So it's like when something like that creeps up. Does it take like an kind of extra little bit of wind out of the sails because it feels like it kind of comes out of nowhere? Yeah, because you're kind of like, what what's going on? Like, yeah. why is this happening? So then that's like when that's when the frustration kicks in, you know. But then you really just gotta look yourself in the mirror, like what can I do better, and then how how we can bring guys together, you know, and they like get together as a unit, watch film, that type of thing. Because all all it is is preparation, you know. Like we're starting off really strong, and uh, maybe. Maybe, like, we're not thinking straight or, like, near the end of the game. So we think back to how we're practicing. It's like, all right, at the end of practice, are we executing at a high level like we were in the beginning of practice? So we look at that type of thing. And this week we've been flipping the focus on that and making sure that we're executing at a really high level at the end of practice. It, Coach Pete talked yesterday about how he's really happy you guys are actually playing on Friday this week. I think yeah. normally a short week it wouldn't be so great, but um, I think he gets – he gets the sense that it's really good that you guys can go right away and try to yeah. kind of fix this thing. You feel you feel the same way? Yeah, 100%. Because after losses like that, all you want to do is play another game right away. Like, you want to get back on the field and immediately put all everything that you did wrong to rest and just kind of go nuts on the field. Uh, so playing on Friday is really exciting. It's like one less day we got to sit and wait to get back there and prove everything we know how to do. Yeah. I was going to ask about specifically like Jake Luton. What what has he done this year compared to where he was last year? Because it feels like he's made a huge jump. Yeah, I mean, he's an underrated guy, and like uh, he's, he's really effective. So we're really just going to have to be getting after him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, is it? But is there something different you're noticing in terms of him either stepping up in the pocket, yeah. being able to be a little bit more elusive? What are some of the things that he's doing to kind of keep plays alive and 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 do more damage yeah. down the field? For sure, pocket movement and then uh, making smart decisions, that type of thing. He's he is a pretty fast guy when when he gets going. So he's 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 been effective uh, this year, and we're just gonna have to shut him down. Yeah, thank you. 
Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. Junior average. And then the outside linebacker, uh, Rashid Jr., how talented is he? He's very talented. We're very aware of who he is. So. And then do you guys think that you'll be able to have more success in the run or the pass against them? Um, well, we hope to have success in both. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, we're, we're pretty balanced. So. And you're on the short week. So as far as the short week goes, do you guys prepare any differently with the short week? Or? No, we just do our, do our job. Just like, you know, today became a – gosh, I'm, I don't even know what day it is. Is today Tuesday? Yeah, so today was our our, uh, our Wednesday. And last question, some of your younger receivers like Jordan Chin and yeah. Terrell Bynum, they've really produced lately. What is it about them in practice that showed you that they were going to produce? Um, you know, that one, they're being, they're, they're being consistent. They're coming to practice every day. They're working hard, and, you know, and they're doing their job, and they're making plays. You know, we feel like if you're – if you're doing it in practice, you're going to do it in a game. Mm-hmm. You talk to me a little bit about the emergence of Jordan Chen. Yeah, Chen's been awesome. Chen's been working at it, but I think this though, it goes all the way back to camp for us. Chen was making plays for us at camp. I thought he came out of campus as um, playing at a high level, you know, and and then um, you know he he comes in, he does his extra work that he needs to do to get done. I mean, I just as, as I'm walking in here, he's he's walking off the field, you know. what I mean, so he's one of the last off catching jugs, um, you know, he's studying his opponent, and he's taking advantage of opportunities. When you take a look and evaluate football players, a lot of the time you look at the frame and see how much weight they can add. Yeah. When, when you look at Jordan Chin, <laughs> no, I, he hasn't been able, how hard is that when he's that thin to really play such a physical game? Uh, to me, it's just a mindset, you know what I mean? I think if you look across the landscape of college football, there's going to be little guys, there's going to be big guys, you know, and... and Playing that position and playing the sport, it's all about, to me, it's about a mindset. And Chen comes with a positive mindset every day, and he doesn't feel the guy um, that's covering him or the defense can, he's very confident, you know what I mean, in his job. Yeah, and you talk a little bit about the loss of Puka and how much that sets you back. Um, I mean, obviously, we, we, we feel, um, you know, for bad for Puka, you know, he's really coming along for us and, and making plays, and, you know, he's around us every day still. Um, you know, it's always tough to lose one of your, you know, one of your guys. And but, you know, there's guys in that room. And he will tell you the same thing that have been working. And, you know, and, you know, it's next man, next man up mentality. There's more to playing wide receiver than just catching the football. Oh, yeah, and Terrell, <laughs> Terrell Bynum, you know, he had more catches. Is, is that a matter of him stepping up, being targeted more or Jacob Eason just seeing him more? Um, I think, you know, you know, if there's three receivers on the field, I think, you know, we're, we're going to take what the defense has given us. You know what I mean? And I think Terrell is one of those guys that, you know, as the season's progressed, you know, early on in the season, you know, he was kind of doing a lot of the dirty work. You know what I mean? He was in and he was in blocking and he was getting his job done doing that. And 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 he made, he made plays in practice when his number was called. And so, you know, what that does, you know, it builds, it builds you know, good continuity with him and the quarterback. And, uh, you know, and we're taking the defense he's given us, too. You got Ty Jones back. He was suited. Four games left. You can use him, still get a red shirt on him. Mm-hmm. How, I mean, what does he change on the offense? Um, Ty, Ty, I mean, Ty started a lot of games here, and he's made a lot of plays here. So um, he's, 
you know, he brings that experience to us. Some of those catches that, that Terrell Bynum's made, mm-hmm. you know, six, seven yard slant with DB hitting him right, right away. Some anti catches. How, how hard is that? Um, you know, one thing that's one thing TB I felt like even in camp that he excelled on. You know, what I mean, he was just he's really strong. He plays strong. Um, he's got strong hands. To me, it's just uh, you know concentration, and you know we always say hey. Uh, stay the crosshairs and attack the, attack the crosshairs and snatch the football. And, you know, TB really, you know, puts, you know, narrows his focus to them crosshairs. You saw him in the spring and in camp. I mean, was, yeah. there, was there one or two things you really wanted to see him improve on to, to get him on the field a little more? Um, you know, obviously playing a little bit faster. Um, you know, I felt his game was quiet at one point, you know, and I, you can see now it's not very quiet. You know what I mean? He's, he does, uh, you know, he does all the little things right. You know what I mean? He puts himself in position. Um, he studies, um, you know, he's, he's taking advantage of opportunities. What do you mean by quiet? Uh, like, sometimes you, you go out there, like, was TB even here today? You know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, you know, I, you know, in this profession to see guys like TB, um, you know, start rising as the season goes on and taking advantage of opportunities. And, and you know, he's, he deserves the, um, the position we put him in. Um, he's worked for that position, and he's and he's clearly taking advantage of opportunity. He said he can be like a robot sometimes. Is that something that you've kind of tried to bring some energy out of him? Yeah, he can be like a robot. If you if you've been, you know, you guys talk to Terrell. You know, he's kind of quiet, you know, and he can be a robot at times. I never called him that though. So that's funny where he got it from. But uh, <laughs> fans, uh, he um, nah, TB's awesome. He works his butt off, man, and. and uh, you know, the thing that, you know, people don't see with TB, too, is the guy plays special teams. Do you know what I mean? We, we'll go on, we'll go on a, um, you know, on a, a eight-place, you know, sequence, and next you know, he'll, he'll jump back on, he'll be the first running down the field on kickoff. Do you know what I'm saying? Or he'll be killer, or he'll be covering punts on punt. You know what I mean? And, you know, he's, he's, he's got that workman mentality. Fans are always the biggest fans of the guys who aren't playing earlier in the year. It was Puka. Uh, always, always. Puka. And, and now it's what's going on with Austin Osborne. Uh, he's working. You know, he's working. He's showing. He, I mean, this week Austin's made some really good plays for us in practice. So he's going to keep working, and we're working to try to get him in on some things. So. returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.